Welcome back to Art House Garage. You are listening to episode seven. In this episode, we have the second half of my interview with filmmaker Brian Donovan. So if you have not listened to episode six, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that first half before continuing on with this episode. Brian Donovan, a little context, is a filmmaker who made a amazing documentary about his sister Kelly, who has Down syndrome. The film is Kelly's Hollywood, and I watched it not too long ago with my wife. It uh, took me on quite an emotional journey, uh, and I discussed that in this episode. As I mentioned in the previous episode, I have two children who have Down syndrome, and so advocacy around Down syndrome is something that's very personal to me. Um, We get very personal, actually, in this interview, too. I talk about some of the ways I was feeling as I watched it and some of the, you know, dark places that it took my brain. I'm thinking about the way, you know, the film does end with Kelly passing away. And so I will issue a little just emotional warning, especially if you have kids with special needs. It may be, uh, you know, just make sure you are in a good emotional place. Uh, I don't think it's uh, anything too crazy, but uh, we get pretty serious as we discuss this. So with that warning out of the way, please enjoy the second half of my interview with Brian Donovan. Um, that that kind of brings me into the, the advocacy kind of questions I wanted to ask too, is that I love that it's a portrait of an adult with Down syndrome. That's not something that you really see anywhere even so when I you know had my daughter who uh, has Down syndrome we started learning and learning and learning it was all it seemed like all the stories we were hearing were parents with young kids or stories about young kids and going through things um, and it was a whole nother thing to like what are my kids gonna be like when they're grown up and so it was really sure. special for me to experience that and I kind of looking forward to my own kids getting to that age. So I'm curious, how much of that did you have in mind? Was this just, I want to tell the story of my sister? Or did you know there would be an advocacy part to this from the beginning? Uh, That is a great question. Um, You know, I just told this story the other day. Um, I, towards the end, and, you know, getting the the producerial stuff of the film, Mm -hmm. meaning, you know, clearing rights and licenses and stuff like that. It's a very arduous part of filmmaking. Mm Um, I had locked picture uh, about a year prior to actually releasing the film because of all that, that stuff I had to clear. Um, and it also costs money, uh, namely the music, Needle Drop, I, you know, the Bee Gees are in there, How Deep Is Your Love, one of their iconic songs. Um, Hooray for Hollywood's in there, that iconic song, mm-hmm. Cool Rider from Grease too. Uh, you know, these all cost money. So um, I ended up getting, uh, very fortunately getting, because I had financed, I financed the film myself, except for these a few contributions, and one of them was from a guy who was a friend of a friend, and he gave me ten thousand wow. um, dollars, essentially uh, with no strings attached, and and said, I, "I love what you're trying to do, and you know, here's here's ten thousand dollars." And so, but when I showed him the the rough cut, I think he was really taken aback that it was such a personal story and film, mm-hmm. and it was it was just really intimate. And, and paints this portrait of my relationship with my sister. And I think he was looking at it, yeah, I think he thought that I was gonna do something more universal and, mm. and introduce you know, more of a, a universal theme to it about Down syndrome and maybe have other people or families talking you know, uh, to it, um, about it. And 
you know, I don't know if he was necessarily disappointed, but he definitely was taken aback. Mm, yeah. And so, so I guess I, you know, I just, I, I say that because to answer your question, um, the film was always going to be a very, very personal portrait uh, for me because I felt very strongly uh, about the fact that if I just showed my sister and I didn't lecture in any way or didn't, you know, do any sort of, you know, obvious advocacy, so to speak, yeah. um, that the the story and my sister's spirit would speak for itself. And, um, and you know, I wasn't sure if that indeed would be the case or if it would work, um, but it was really important for me to go that route. And so that's what I ended up doing. And again, I wasn't sure if it was going to work, um, but I feel like it has because, um, you know, one of the things that really kept me going um, is there, and this is for your audience that's not familiar with Down syndrome or what's happening in, in our world mm-hmm. uh, of Down syndrome, but you know, there's a there's a there's a termination rate in pregnancy that's that's extremely high. I mean, mm-hmm. it's in the high 80s in the states. Um, it's it's 90 plus in some countries. It's 100% in Iceland. Uh, they didn't have anyone born with Down syndrome last year, mm-hmm. and so you know, I. I'm, I'm pro-choice, you know, for your viewers, whether you agree with that or not, and I feel very strongly about that. Um, but on the flip side, it terrifies me and breaks my heart that there's a possibility of eradicating Down syndrome from our mm-hmm. humanity. Mm-hmm. And so, not to get you know too crazy into that, but I bring it up because it was one of the things that drove me um, to finish the film. Um, I really, I, I, it does terrify me, and. I thought, okay, if I can show my sister uh, in in the truest sense that of, of all of who she was, her spirit, her complexities, um, dispelling any myths that all oh, Down syndrome kids are always happy and they all they want to do is hug and love. Yes, there's an element of that. However, <laughs> yeah. they also have everything else going on, just like you and me. And mm-hmm. and I felt like if I just showed that. But I also showed the the magnificent uh, magnificence of love, and the ripple that she created, um, the positive ripple she created in her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I've done my job because then if someone sees my film, um, and and they see it that way, which I think you know at least in my observation and, and review and otherwise and feedback, is that 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 works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's all I ever wanted to do. And that's not to say that I'm going to change anyone's opinion that's in that situation. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, I'm advocating for pro-choice or pro-life or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's just that I'm, I'm illustrating a, a, a life well-lived. Um, and my sister's life was so well-lived and it was a full, a fully realized life. Um, and, and I just wanted to show that ripple that she created in life and that mm-hmm. vibration she had and that spirit and I just wanted that to speak for itself, and and I think I think it has, you know. And so that's my advocacy, you know. Um, and that's all it's ever been, um, you know. And I go back that time and time again. And now that I speak around the country um, about the film and otherwise, that's what I speak to. I speak mm-hmm. to, you know, that ripple, um, that vibration that one has, that we all have, you know. Even in our still estates, you know, we all have a vibration, and depending on. You know who you are in this world, and your dreams, your hopes, your aspirations. That vibration, you know, you know, without getting too wacky, um, you know, that vibration, yeah. um, 
you know, is directed in a, in a particular direction. And, and it also has an intensity depending. And my sister personified that better than anyone. I mean, she vibrated at such a decibel, if you will, um, that her vibration continues to spread. Um, now through this film, it continues to spread. And she's, I'm happy to report, has changed countless lives um, and changed the perspective of countless people. And most importantly, has has illustrated to children with unique needs and without that anything is possible and that their dreams matter and they should be pursued and nurtured and supported and um, and that that you can change the world you know your you yourself can change the world you know no matter who you are and that's what I've always tried to do you know um, uh, so that's you know I guess that's my advocacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I love that. I think that really all, all of that really does come through in the movie. And um, I, I was going to, you know, basically piggyback on that same idea is that I've noticed the same thing to be true of my kids is I don't have to sit here and show you facts and figures. Uh, you've never met a person with Down syndrome. Here's my son and he's full of life and he's going to brighten your afternoon because you got to spend 30 seconds with him and I think that in itself is such a powerful advocacy to um, just open people's eyes up to what these people are like they're just like you and me and um, and and yeah can bring so much joy so yeah I love that uh, I I agree that I think your movie does that really effectively and um, I think so not only is that it shows this portrait of an adult with Down syndrome which is not a common story that american viewers get to see or any viewers get to see but that it's also not so maybe what your financer was picturing you know here's a clinical you know study of a person it's it's a portrait with love you know it's from the very beginning it's like here's this person that the filmmaker obviously loves and the way film can communicate that worldview so strongly we immediately fall in love with her too and so not only are people meeting someone and getting a close look at someone who has Down syndrome, who's an adult, it, which is an uncommon story. They're also experiencing that with like, oh, I love this person immediately. And so like, we, we fall in love with Kelly as we watch her in this movie. And um, yeah, I just think that's really remarkable. And, and I I know some of that was probably intentional, but maybe some of it just happened too, probably. And uh, yeah, I just think it's really special. And I want everyone to go watch this yeah. movie. <laughs> well you know i think um you know i think too that people have responded um to the the universal themes you know the things that transcend um you know anything that's tied to Mm -hmm. down syndrome or disability i I think um you know my sister despite you know having down syndrome um and a disability uh that, that that she like all of us um have to deal with certain things in our lives, you know, and and so the film speaks uh, to boundaries. The film speaks to um, what is normal, you know. The the, the film speaks to uh, codependency, and and the film speaks to the aspirations of one's dreams, uh, whoever you are. Uh, and so I think those are all very relatable. Um, mm-hmm. I think you know you can. Uh, you know, which is why people go on the ride for films and television and any storytelling, right? They they, they go, oh, that's 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 relatable. I, I can I can I can you know hold on to that. And I, that's uh, that that happened to me, or, or yeah. and even though the mm-hmm. the situations might be different, um, 
you know, we're all dealing with, you know, compromise and relationships. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, we have to deal with a lot in the film, I guess the B story, if you will, in the film is, is my, how it affected my other relationships with women and, yeah. and girlfriends and now wife. And, and, but I think anybody can relate to that because, you know, if you're in any relationship, you know, whether, you know, whether, whether it's, you know, in my case, me dealing with the love triangle, you know, and the situation mm -hmm. with my sister and trying to bring my sister to those relationships and balancing, mm -hmm. you know, my love for my sister and my, you know, love for these girlfriends and now wife. And, um, but anybody can relate to that. You know, we all have situations in, in relationships where we have to kind of figure out what what is that balance between work and love family and your own aspirations you you know all these things um and in a lot of ways uh yeah anyway you know i, I yeah. can speak to that you know, in itself forever but you know i think again those those are the things that you know that are very relatable and they go oh you know yeah. they, they see themselves in in it in some way but yeah. they also witness a magnificent love right and i think at the yeah. end of the day um you know this isn't a disney movie by any means but but i think what what is nice is it's a very classic love story in the mm. sense that that love does win you know and you're witnessing something um remarkably pure yeah. in, in that love. and um even even in its and it's it's not pureness, <laughs> yeah. you know. Meaning that you know it's complex, yeah. of course, but it's but really... there's a pureness to it, um, and and I think you know people witness the rewards of that, um, and that of that great love, and and that is is you know I'd like to think very satisfying um, for a yeah. lot of viewers. So. We are sponsored again this week by Appalling Productions. You know, I was at a wedding not too long ago and I was in the wedding party and there was a photography team, uh, you know, running around taking pictures, which turned out amazing. But one thing that I thought was unusual is that they had a drone on hand and they were doing some drone shots. Uh, and I thought, that's interesting. What's, what's, the, like, what's the deal with that? Why are they doing that? And later on, I got to see the, the wedding video that was created and the most spectacular shots uh, in the video were the drone shots showing the overhead of the ceremony and uh, I was kind of blown away by it. So if you are interested in something like that, Appalling Productions does some drone videography. Uh, and so if you need a, a wedding photographer, wedding videographer, drone footage for real estate, for just about anything, Appalling Productions can make that happen. If you go to appallingproductions.com slash contact and mention Arthouse Garage in your message, they will give you a discount. That's Appalling Productions, A-P-A-U-L-I-N-G, owned by a guy named Paul. Appallingproductions.com slash contact. Yeah, I know I think so. So kind of to that point of uh, just the, the familiar feelings, I, I, I kind of was talking to Allison about this the other day and remembering. Uh, so similar sort of thing that my viewers should tune into is the tv show born this way and yeah. which is a you know sort of documentary reality series that follows some young adults with down syndrome and i recently uh, i guess it was the first season so it's been a couple years or whatever but um there was this storyline it's like a mini tiny little plot in one of the episodes but sean who is one of the young uh young men with down syndrome it showed him basically processing a hard decision uh, that you know, his parents were like, we're gonna have to move out of this house, and he was like, no, it's absolutely not gonna happen. Like, I love this house, and you know, he's so so tied to this. But then over the next few minutes, we watch him take that idea in, process it, 
and start to open up slowly to that idea. And it just struck me like, that's exactly what my brain goes through. It's just all externalized. <laughs> and we get to watch Sean just like have that all verbally process like that's exactly what i do i'm like nope not gonna happen but then i slowly anyway just that idea of like there's there really is so much similarity to to all of us more like than different but uh i i think that comes through in the movie too um and so my experience partially is watching it what as a parent of kids with down syndrome was seeing those kind of similarities too as i um so so one thing that really struck me was i've noticed recently my kids like when they're feeling something, they're feeling it like 1000%. Like in this moment, Rosie is happy and she's 1000% happy and we're all happy because we're watching that. When she's upset, it's 1000% upset. And uh, you kind of see Kelly go through some of that too when she's feeling left out. And that's another feeling that we've all felt. She's just feeling that so purely that it's uh, it's really moving to watch. So yeah, for whatever all that's worth. But I'm curious. Yeah, no, I, yeah. no, I think you're right. And I think that's exactly, um, you know, that is, that is, that's exactly right. You know, it's, it's just picking these things where you think, uh, you know, and again, that's, that's the beauty. I think when people come to the realization that, oh yeah, we really are more like than different because, you know, we, a lot of people have said that to me, you know, and, and I think we all have at different times in our life felt lonely and so it's very relatable um mm. you know and all those things and, and i think they're very unexpected for viewers you know again i think it doesn't matter if it's disability or otherwise any anybody that we're not familiar with whether it's color religion you know um disability or otherwise i mean it's i and you're you're surprised when you go oh Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You have to catch yourself, and and it's you know in a lot of ways it's very tragic uh, reflection of our humanity <laughs> and our culture and society and everything else that we aren't more uh, in tune with the we fact have, that you we have, have to learn that lesson. Like yeah. different, but you know I guess if art and films and have to remind us, uh, mm -hmm. you know, great, you know, because yeah. you know that's you know yeah we all need the reminder that we're all like you know and and. Um, or, or at least more like than different. And, and it is, it's important to remember that always. That's, That's really cool. So I'm curious to kind of along as, you know, these are all my biased experiences as a parent. Uh, I know you speak with a lot of, you, you met my wife at the Rockin' Moms retreat and you speak to parents of kids with Down syndrome. What has, are there any like stories you have of reactions from uh, parents or do you just in general, what's the reaction yeah. been like? Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, of course. Um, you know, and I think, I think it, it, it definitely depends on where they're at in their journey. You know, you speak yeah. a lot to the, the early childhood years because that's where you are and, and those other stories you're hearing and, and, you know, and it's similar. I have young kids too. And so, you know, now, you know, all the stories and all the parents and, and all our friends are my, my, my kids, schoolmates, parents, because, you know, logistically mm -hmm. that's where all, we're all at, yeah. um, chronologically and, and otherwise. And, um, and so, yeah, I think you, you tend to, that's, you know, just becomes your world and your little microcosm. Um, and so it is different, you know, the, the parents that have teenage, uh, kids with disabilities and special needs and unique needs, um, adults, uh, that have adult children, you know, with special needs, that's different. Um, but one of the, I guess, one of the themes um, when I speak around the country um, and, and to parents and otherwise uh, is something that was actually launched from a mom in Chicago. Uh, her daughter at the time uh, was 11, um, who, who was born with Down syndrome. And 
she came up to me after one of the screenings I had in Chicago and she said, you know, I'm, I'm still processing and I'm, I'm fragile right now, but, um, but one of this, this film will change my life and it will mm -hmm. change the course of my daughter's life. And I mm -hmm. said, well, do you know what you, you know, can you articulate that? And yeah. she said, she said, yeah, I can. I realized while I'm watching your film that I have two other children that um, are quote unquote typical, normal, mm -hmm. and I have supported their dreams from their very young years, childhood years, and um, I've asked them what they want to be. I've supported their dreams, and I realized I wasn't doing that with Erin. I wasn't, mm -hmm. I hadn't even considered her dreams. Um, all, you know, my mission, my husband and I, our mission was to make her as independent as possible. But what I realized is was I, I wasn't even thinking of her dreaming in that way. And that has to change. And I'm happy to report, you know, that was two and a half years later and we're still friends. I still talk to, um, you know, they're, they're friends now. And, and it's great because she said it has changed and, and she sends me reports almost weekly of, wow, you know, cool. things that they're doing and the dreams that Aaron has and, and them going after them together and, and her supporting those dreams. And it's, and it's wonderful. And so that kind of launched me into one of my central themes when I speak um, about the film, but also just as a motivational speaker. And uh, your wife actually heard it at the conference she was at for Rockin' Moms, which for your viewers, your, your audience, um, was a conference for moms who have children with Down syndrome. And, um, and I speak a lot to the dignity of risk. And, and essentially that means that, um, you know, that you, you have to allow, you have to allow for someone to feel, you know, that have to have dignity is to allow them to make choices for themselves. Mm -hmm. And you, and I further that by saying you have to recognize, um, and support and nurture everyone's dreams. Um, you know, and it, and it could very simply just be asking them what their dreams are, you know? And I think that too often, and I'd like to think it's changing now and, and it, we're, we're more savvy to and aware of it. Um, but that's really one of my missions is to make sure that we're more aware of it, that you have to ask and support um, everyone's dreams. And that includes with the same zeal as you might with someone that's typical or normal, mm. um, support their dreams. Um, and now, of course, you know, this is, this is, you know, within reason, of course, but but I also try to emphasize that, you know, it's called the dignity of risk for a reason. You know, with risk comes, you know, you don't know if it's going to be successful before mm -hmm. you try. Yeah. And that's a big part of the equation. But that's okay, too, because, you know, not all of our dreams come true. It doesn't matter who you are. And that's part of life, right? And that that's part of creating a fully realized person. You know, I haven't realized all my dreams. With that comes frustration and, and maybe even depression at different times of my life. So why are we trying to protect our, our children with special needs or our siblings or whatever mm -hmm. um, from that possibility? We shouldn't, frankly. Um, you know, we shouldn't throw them into, you know, the fires of certain, you know, failure, of course. Mm -hmm. but, um, but we should try to support them the best we can. And at the very least, ask them what their dreams are. Um, and those will change. You know, they, they always change. I mean, you know, I work with high school kids and I ask them all the time, you know, and, and some of them know what their dream is and some of them don't. You know, so that's not to say, you know, 11 year old with or without special needs is going to know what their dream is. But at some point, they're going to have a dream. You know, at some point, we all have a dream. And so, you know, to support them in the same way you might, you know, your child with or without, you know, a special need is, is imperative, you know, in my opinion. 
Um, and so I speak to that a lot and I speak to parents about that a lot because I think it's really, um, it's really important. I also speak to parents about, you know, there's a huge rage right now of, in the, in the Down syndrome community of, of, of parents, especially moms getting this, this tattoo, this symbol tattoo, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, signifying, you know, the, 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 the 23rd or the 21st yeah. chromosome and, you know, all this, this stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway, for your viewers, it's a, it's a symbolic tattoo. But I, but I say to all the parents, or I try to remind them, I said, look, um, you know, that's awesome and I love it, but just make sure that if you have other children that they're being represented mm -hmm. um, to, you know, and I think that's something that gets a little lost. Um, and I get it. I mean, look, I mean, I did it as a brother, you know, <laughs> my, my life's mission was to make my sister's life as full as possible. And, and even now, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I have a mission to make sure, you know, all these themes that we're talking about are out there. Um, but yet you can't forget, you know, the other siblings, um, your other children, your other relationships. You have to celebrate them just as much or try to find balance with that because, because there's a real, um, there's a real, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very dangerous to neglect um, consciously or unconsciously the other, the other people in your lives. Uh, especially the other children, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great so, point. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, you know, just to cap that, I talked to one mom who's, who's very um, involved in the community and, and um, you know, she said one day, one of her, she has, she has five kids um, uh, and two with Down syndrome. Uh, and, you know, she said one of her quote unquote normal kids came up to her one day and said, you know, I was very distraught and very emotional and said, I wish I had, down syndrome and her mom was really his mom was really taken aback and and she said why honey and, and he said well because I just want to feel special too mm -hmm. and you know and it's um it was it was very striking to her and and just 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 you know she just had to to, to realize um that that's that's what she was doing you know it was all about her children with down syndrome mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I speak to that too. I mean, I speak to it as gently as possible because I know it's a very sensitive, yeah, emotional yeah. subject, and you know, and, and a lot of these parents are just trying to get through it and trying to to make you know, you know what I mean. Yes, I know that feeling too. You know, there, there's a survival yeah. element to it, mm -hmm. but I think it's also important just to to you know make them aware of a few of these things, and then you know they they do with you know do do what they can with it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I love that. Well, kind of to wrap up a little bit, I just wanted to say, uh, as we draw to a close, just that, that, so the film, among other things, operates as a, an amazing kind of um, testimony and tribute to Kelly, especially as we get to the end and, you know, see that she sadly has passed away. Um, that was one aspect of it for me as a parent with young kids, uh, and maybe an uncomfortable part of that, but something that need to be thinking about and, and reckoning with is just the the mortality of my kids and the uh the life expectancy which you know to, to raise some awareness of the life expectancy typically is shorter for people with down syndrome uh, although it's much longer than it used to be um yeah but yeah so it kind of made me reckon with that and really think through some of that and um anyway so i i appreciate that about it i will say if you are a parent uh with kids with down syndrome who are young that may be a reason to hold off if you think that could be emotionally triggering uh, but I'm curious to you of how, at what point did, did you ever consider that 
uh, you know, knowing that Kelly was uh, at that age and that she had some health issues, was that ever part of, you know, I'm making this movie for her in, in the case of that event too, or was that, did that completely blindside you? Um, no, it didn't blindside me. Um, you know, I think, you know, I speak to her health issues very early on in the film, um, you know, when she was five, but you know, the doctors had discovered uh, a hole in her heart and mm -hmm. because it was in the early seventies, it was a very different time. And, mm -hmm. and now it's almost, you know, I won't go as far as to say a routine operation for heart defects, um, which is very common in children that are born with Down syndrome. As you know, I think it's as high as 40%. Um, yeah. you know, my, back my in, daughter in this, definitely uh, has – that's part of her story for sure. Anyway, go Yeah, on. yeah, um, exactly. And, and I know you guys have gone uh, you know, uh, through the ringer with that and, and it hasn't been uh, an easy quick fix. Um, and you know, so yeah, I mean it's – there are significant um, health considerations uh, with someone you know, that's born with Down syndrome. Um, you know, leukemia is high. Uh, mm -hmm. Thyroid conditions. I mean, you know, there's a long list, uh, unfortunately, very unfortunately. Um, but, you know, back to your question about my sister. Yeah, I mean, there was always a timeline that was very sensitive. The doctors said that she would last, you know, maybe to 12. And then when she got to 12, they said, well, you know, we've never seen anyone with her condition live past 20. So we kind of went with that. So there was always almost this, this ticking clock, which was... Yeah. As you can imagine, it was very unsettling, but it was also, in some in some ways, it was great because it, it created an, an intensity and an appreciation mm -hmm. of my sister and, and her life here on Earth, you know. Yeah. So, so in that way, I guess, um, you know, which also played into the fact that, you know, uh, when she, when her and I were together, there was an intensity to that, mm -hmm. and, which was also very difficult uh, with my other relationships, you know, as you can imagine. But my I guess my justification for it was, well, I don't know if this is going to be the last time I'm going to be with my mm, sister. It's wow. very, very legitimate and real thing, or at least to me. Of course, that didn't always go well with the, you know, with the girlfriends that they were struggling with. You know, what about me? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I was very, I, I, you know, it was always an issue. Um, the fact that she lived uh, just shy of forty was nothing short of a miracle. But I also, you know, I like to say that she died just a short, short of 40 and, and really emphasize that because, you know, the film, you know, really illustrates that, that she loved life, um, you know, and, and I really do firmly believe that it's because of that passion and zest for life that she did live twice as long as the doctors mm -hmm. um, expected, um, you know, and so I think that was, um, you know, it's, it's a beautiful testament to, you know, kind of carpe diem, if you will. And, yeah. and, like positive you know, energy, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I knew, I didn't think I would have to deal with it necessarily as a filmmaker. As I said, she, she died, um, you know, in post while I was, you know, knee deep in the film. And, and as I said, shelved it for two and a half years and then picked it back up and trying to, you know, finish the film and also address, you know, how did I want to address and deal with, with her passing? Mm -hmm. um, I always knew that I wanted the film you know, back to, you know, the filmmaker's journey, you know, I always knew that I wanted to leave the audience, you know, somewhat uplifted and, and to illustrate, you know, kind of that rocky moment of like, we did it, you know, and, and Kelly lived this fully realized life. And, um, you know, so that was always very important to me. So I was like, okay, well, how do I do this? You know, with death and dying and going, oh gosh. Mm. So there was always, you know, for your viewers that hopefully see the film, which is on Showtime until the end of the year. And, you know, and, and hopefully more available after that through Amazon Prime or otherwise. But I mean, you know, I hope when they get to the end, you know, when they see, 
you know, there's a coda in the film, you know, of just kind of revisiting, you know, these these dreams, furthering the dreams that I had for my sister and she had for herself. And so kind of there's a nice little medley of, of that and that I that I'd like to think brings the audience, you know, some levity and some some light to yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the dreams carry on, you know, and her ripple and her vibration and, you know, carry on. And, and, and you know, at least by my observation, it, it has. And so it's kind of rewarding, you know, obviously as a brother, but also as a filmmaker, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to give uh, listeners the wrong idea that this is just a super somber movie at all because it's so full of laughter, too. Uh, you know, I laughed, I cried. That record really did. It's, uh, it, 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 it's a very joyful movie too and you'll spend a lot of time uh just marveling at at kelly and and laughing with her and um anyway so yes yeah I, well I, no i mean i you know i think you're right and i'm glad you said that about you know parents with younger children i mean it is very confronting um and it does in a lot of ways captures a different time and so there's a time capsule element to it and yeah. and then you know when you're just trying to enjoy or or even frankly survive the day with your young children, regardless if they have special needs or otherwise, you know, you're just trying to get through the day, you know, to watch a film, you know, um, you know, just kind of with a 40 year expanse um, and, and all those things. It, it is, it's very confronting. And of course there is death and dying. So that's very confronting. Um, but it is a nice disclaimer. And I, and I think, you know, um, it is something that, that it's, you know, it's not for, everyone per se um but but yeah i'd like to think yeah you go on and you go on a ride you know and and my favorite films have always been the ones that make me laugh and cry in the same breath and 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 it really is that and and i was very fortunate too because my sister you know really was a phenomenal protagonist you know i mean she Mm. you know she had the the gift i mean she could turn a phrase you know she could Mm. she was very you know very funny um and you know and, and so there is a levity just to her spirit which is which is awesome mm. uh, yeah it, there there's definitely moments of tears um and and things that come up absolutely um but yeah i you know i like to think that uh, most people leave the uh, you know the, the viewing and, and go wow you know overwhelming for sure but wow you know what what a spirit you know? yeah oh absolutely i think that's definitely true yeah and i don't want to tell anyone not to watch it I just want to say, make sure you're in an emotionally good place when you turn it on, maybe. Uh, but I, I have yeah. some Kleenex, <laughs> popcorn and Kleenex. There you go. Um, have it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I absolutely recommend it. So you were kind of just saying, but we so it is streaming on Showtime right now. Yeah, it's streaming on Showtime, and it's uh, there's 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 scheduled viewings, of course, um, on all the Showtime affiliate channels, Showtime Family, Showtime Women, Showtime Two, um, and then of course you can stream it anytime. Um, they have what's really awesome is they have a seven day free trial, yeah. um, so you know you can. I yeah, I don't even have Showtime, so I actually to watch my own movie, you know, I downloaded the app for seven days for free and watched it, you know, a couple times just because I could and just to celebrate, you know, the triumph of getting distribution. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there's that opportunity there. Um, I hope to maybe early next year, you know, just kind of to put it up on Amazon Prime and maybe iTunes to make it more readily available. Sure. But but yeah, please come to it. There's also DVDs, of course, available that you, they can get hold of me uh, through the website, which is www.kellyshollywood.com. Um, and they can follow the journey also on Facebook. There's a Kelly's Hollywood page on Facebook and um, you know, and if, and if you do get to it uh, and you want to support us by following the page or, or writing a review or 
rating it on you know Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, you know, great because really at the end of the, the day, you know, taking us very full circle, you know, it is a little indie doc, you know, and it's the little engine that, that could and did and mm. um, all of that word of mouth and those ratings, they, they all help tremendously. Um, uh, you know, I, I just can't emphasize that enough. I mean, it really is word of mouth and, yeah. uh, you know, that, that, that keeps these, these little indies, especially docs, um, you know, out there and, and, um, yeah. So, and podcasts like yours, you know, I can't thank you enough. And I mean, oh, it was, it's, you know, it's been uh, great talking to you and, and I really appreciate the support. Absolutely. Thank you so much for, for being with us. Uh, I will link to all those websites and social media on the show's notes and uh yeah again highly recommend the movie thank you so much for your time today brian and i can't wait for everyone to hear this and uh hopefully we get some good feedback too yeah well thank you so much and and you know for your viewers your film buffs you know if you if you come to movies uh by rankings and rankings alone which some sometimes i do too i have a <laughs> i have a quote i i won't watch anything under 6.7 <laughs> but um i'm happy to report that uh kelly's hollywood has an 8.5 and oh, i am so uh, so that's pretty <laughs> that's, great. that's pretty thrilling and uh yeah if that if that helps motivate any of your listeners uh yeah, please do watch it. Uh, and, and thank you to all your listeners for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And that wraps up my interview with Brian. Thank you again so much for listening. This movie really is something amazing. I would encourage everyone, whether you are connected to the Down syndrome community, the special needs community at all or not, please go and watch it. You can subscribe to Showtime and uh, check it out there. Or if you get Showtime, it is playing on the channel. And you can connect with Brian on social media as well to the places he mentioned. I will link all those in the show notes as well. As always, connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Stardust at Arthouse Garage and all of those places. You can follow me and Drew on Letterboxd. You can email me andrew at arthousegarage.com. Thank you so much. We have some exciting uh, film discussions coming up in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned for those. Bye-bye.